And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. We should thank our lucky stars. They're still putting on a program of this caliber after so many years. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. Rock stars they are and God bless them for that. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, they're gonna see some serious shit. I have a plan. You've got a plan. I have part of a plan. It's your weekly dose of all things geeky. The class is pain 101. The instructor's Casey Jones. Movie. Comic book. Movies based on comic books. Excelsior! Video games, toys, TV shows. Look inside! Pro wrestling. It's still real to me, damn it! All of the things you got made fun of for in high school. Come on, you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics, he can't start some shit? So grab your action figures, bag and board those comics, and roll for initiative. It's time to talk nerdy to me. I think the rumors of our deaths and the, the death of the, the expiration of the show were greatly exaggerated because after a couple weeks, we're back. I know everybody was probably sighing in relief that the nerds were gone and we weren't going to have to hear our stupid opinions on everything. But guess what, Jack? We're back with an all-new episode. I'm back, and I didn't come alone. Yay! I brought friends. Oh, no, well, I brought people to tolerate me. I guess that's well, different than friends, yeah. It's a strong word. I guess that's different, yeah. Um, so, and this is going to tie together very well to my left. You know him. You love him. He is the most creatively named man in all of podcasting. And in the talk nerdy to me Avengers, he's our Hawkeye. Because he just disappears for a long period of time and then just shows back up. And it's fun. And we love him. He is Koran. He is. He's, he's Koran. Hey, he it's is. me. Okay, it's you. And. Sorry, man. No, you're the, good. Uh, the, the, the stream in the Batcave is uh, apparently pretty bad tonight. So. Oh, is, is, how's this, is it cloudy? How is the stream? Cloudy with a chance of rain Ooh. and, uh, you know. Um, oh, you want to, uh, hold on. You want to check Dreary. On. You want to check on the stream? Hold on. We can. It's, um, this is a joke that I've wanted to do for a long time. Um, because uh, now that we now that we do the show live, um, you know, I can do all these jokes that uh, I didn't get to do before. Um, so, you know, uh, we can go if you're on Facebook, facebook.com slash talk nerdy, the number two me show. Um, we can say, how's the stream? We can listen to the sound. Oh, it's cla- it is cloudy. It's cloudy today. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, well, you may not you may not have luck with the, the stream. It looks like there's is that corn. How does corn? How is there corn in our? Never mind. 
There's corn in the stream. That's not good. That's not good at all. But uh, to my right, we'll just keep going. What else is it going to be in the Talk Nerdy to Me Avengers? He's our Thor, of course. I mean, what else is he going to be? He is, he is technically, I think, physically the strongest out of all of us. So he's Thor. Um, and he's got that sweet, sweet, nice beard. He is Obi-John Kenobi. Is 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 John dead? No, don't be dead. I can't hear you. You break it oh, up really bad. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Our stream. I've told you our stream is real cloudy tonight. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, yeah, my my thing shows red. It's which the is beavers funny. keep damming it up. It's problems. <laughs> they're so angry. Those beavers. They're so angry. I don't know why. Yeah, my my thing is red. I don't know why. It's not good. It's red. Yeah, red's good. Red's not good. It's bad. It's bad. It's yeah, red. red is apparently real bad. Red's bad. Like this is the clearest you've been, and you're still breaking up. <laughs> red is bad. That's not good. This is this is bad news. But bad thank you bad. for making me the. Thank you for making me the Thor of the group. Uh, clearly, I am the strongest podcaster. I think you are. Uh, like because Thor is the strongest adventure, as yeah. everyone knows. So you're physically the strongest out of all of us. So I guess that counts. Your beard is the strongest. Aww. That's, I mean, at least there's that, so. Um, if we were talking about hair, though, I think I would still win. Oh, yeah, you have but that. we're not. We're talking about beards. You yeah, have that's that, fair. That's fair. Go undercut that shit. Yeah. You have that majestic flowing I, hair. I, I, I did. I know. Yeah. I Sunday. <laughs> you know I know? Because you never stopped talking about I it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Like a lady getting a haircut. Like, you notice I got my haircut. Do you like it? What do you think? I don't know. Next time I do it differently. I don't know. That's yeah. that's the conversation with Koran for you to Eric. I'm gonna I'm gonna try something. Okay. Maybe. Bear with me. Okay. I'm gonna try something. I'm gonna try and switch networks. I think he said he's gonna try something. Yeah. If this if this uh if if this kills the connection, I'm gonna just we're just gonna start a new we're just gonna start a new stream. But I'm gonna try and switch connections, okay? Okay. okay. We're gonna try we this. Go. Like, we're gonna try this live. This is gonna be weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, John, let, let's talk. Let's, let's talk about something random. Happen. It's gonna be crazy. Let's talk about screw you WWE for t- taking away the only two characters <laughs> I actually gave a shit about on Raw. Literally a week before, less than a week before we go to Raw. Jackasses. A week and a- I don't know dates. Yeah. What is the the eighteenth third? Uh, seventeen third. Seventeen third. Hold on, I'm trying. The thirty seven third. Trying this. If I go away, remember me how I was, not how I am. I hit the connect button. We're gonna see what happens.
Jesus Christ, I think. Uh... Okay, my back. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Now let's see if the live stream is still up. Let's see if everybody's, if everybody's, uh, everybody can hear us. Do I sound better? Yes. Uh, yeah. All right. uh, in the fact that I can actually decipher what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. I think we're back for good now. Uh, I think we're back on the live stream. So we'll just do this again. Um, you know, I think, uh, and take two. Yeah. So take two. Uh, let's check. Let, let's go ahead and check the uh, the live stream right now because you know we were able to do this now that we're on the Facebook Live. I could make this joke. Let's check the stream. Okay, it looks. Hey, I can I can hear the joke this time. It's less cloudy this time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was some murky water. Yeah. Oh, it was bad before, but it. Like seems... that, that was the dude who used the same bong water like three times, Ooh. four times. Yeah. There's corn. There, there's less corn now. I don't know why there was corn in the stream, but there is. More That's, corn, uh, but less corn. I think we should check a doctor. Um, yeah, you should get that looked at. Uh, but Okay, <laughs> it looks like the stream is now good, so I apologize to everybody who uh, was uh, having to suffer through the crappy stream, but I think we got it figured out now. What is it in uh, another shot of penicillin is yeah, what happens. A stronger to, dose. We're good. Had to see the doctor real quick. Uh, Clear that right up. Yeah, but, you know, it's easy. Just hit the sample drawer. We found what we needed, and we're good. So uh yeah with that um it's uh, I'm your friendly neighborhood Captain Chris and uh, hey. talk nerdy to me Avengers uh which is going to tie in real nicely to our mm -hmm. topic uh, one of our topics uh this week but uh, we're way behind on something on our first topic so we got to go ahead and do this first we got to go ahead and get our first topic out of the way because uh, it's like my prom. We're crazy. I'm in three into one. Here we go. Actually, be... wasn't three into one your nickname in high school? It was. And uh, I'm going to steal this <laughs> joke from uh, John C. Gritton. Uh, I earned every bit of that. <laughs> so, uh, respect where it's due. And, uh, yeah, three into one. Uh, that was me. So, if you, uh, if you, uh, I'll catch everybody up to speed real quick. Uh, if you were not with us two weeks ago, or ish, uh, and we, we are doing a tournament, the third time's a charm tournament. It's all third entries into a movie franchise, part threes or third entries. And uh, I've already been yelled at once for uh, Rocky Three beating Return of the Jedi. That seemed to be like the biggest one that upset a lot of people. That was a big upset. First of all, props to everyone on the show for coming up with 16 really good part threes. I know, right? Because... Yeah, we talked this last time a bit, but the, you know, uh, uh, part three in a, in a in a movie franchise is usually where it starts to go downhill. Um, but we managed to find sixteen that I think uh, can kind of argue against that. So, uh, yeah, Last Crusade beat Infinity War, uh, Rocky Three beat Return of the Jedi, which was nuts. Um, Christmas yeah. Vacation beat Naked Gun Thirty Three and a Third. Uh, so I'm just glad I don't have to keep writing Naked Gun Thirty Three and a Third. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Predators beat out Paranormal Activity 3. Uh, Friday the 13th Part 3 beat out Halloween 3. Uh, you can hear Bullshit. that a lot, sorry. Another, another <laughs> kind of an upset, but uh, we'll see what happens this week. 
Uh, Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street yeah. 3, Beat Out Jaws 3D. Hello. Men in Black uh, took over uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3 because apparently we are not fans of shootouts in amusement parks. Now, I, You know, man, I tried so hard uh, to, mm-hmm. to fight for Beverly Hills Cop 3. I mean, I even yelled out, it's okie dokie, and nobody <laughs> just swinging a miss, man. I tried. Aquel Foley, I tried if you're listening. I'm sorry, Sage. Yes, yeah, uh, Maybe next time. Uh, and then uh, finally, uh, and this one was really hard. This was like a Sophie's Choice kind of pick for me. But Army of Darkness took Thor Ragnarok. Um, so that's where we stand starting today. Yeah. Um, anything else to add, or should we just jump into it? No, Let's I just jump right into it, yeah, man. I think. This All right. Is, uh, this is this has been. One Head first a... in the shallow end. <laughs> well, we so, live in the shallow end. But... First up, <laughs> you we're know. not starting easy. First up, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Indy and his dad fighting Nazis are taking on the Eye of the Tiger, Rocky Three. Why do we do this to ourselves? I know, right? <sighs> I forget whose pick was pick uh, was what? Uh, Flanagan was Rocky Three yours? Yes, yeah, Rocky Three was okay. mine. Who had Last Crusade? Oh wait, that was that was never mind. That was a fan vote. Yeah, that was that was so, fan pick. Yep. So uh give us your Rocky Three argument then and we'll toss right. the coin on who he has to do last crusade. Alright, so Rocky Three Normally by the time we get to a third entry in a franchise, it starts to run out of gas. Rocky had kind of at that point run not run its course, but it, it was getting kind of tired, getting kind of long in the tooth. Rocky Three did something fantastic for a franchise in that it not only was a solid entry and a great entertaining movie, but it reinvigorated the franchise and breathed new life into it, not only to make a good movie, but to spawn three, three additional sequels and a spinoff. So it's it's rare that a third movie is is like the midway point in a series and that tells you that each movie has to be at least pretty good there's there's very few movie franchises that have more than let's say five entries where the movies are just god awful it happens it's rare but it happens but rocky is not one of those situations some of the most iconic parts of the Rocky franchise are in Rocky Three: Eye of the Tiger, Mr. T is Clubber Lang, Hulk Hogan is Thunderlips. It kind of goes on and on. Aside from Rocky Four being probably the most iconic sequel, Rocky Three is the most well-known and iconic and referenced sequel out of all of the Rocky movies, and it has Kermit the Frog on the Muppet Show in the movie as well. So it is not only a solid entry into the Rocky franchise, it is a damn solid movie. And it's worthy of going on to the next round. The defense rests. Karan, do you want to argue for uh, Last Crusade? I mean, it's only going to be one point, but it's all I really need. <laughs> okay. Um, it's Harrison Ford and Sean Connery beating up Nazis. The defense rests. That's a. That's, I mean, that's that's a fair. That's a fair argument. Um, I mean, it's, you're not. Let wrong. me just add. Um, okay. 
So Flanagan, I'm assuming you're going Rocky Three. Yeah, I'm picking Rocky Three. I gotta back my. I gotta back Mr. my. Mr. Corhorn, you're going. It's, with it's Sean Connery and Harrison Ford beating up Nazis. Uh, they punch Nazis in the face. Sean Connery does. They they kill Nazis with uh with with uh, seagulls and umbrellas. Yeah. Um. <laughs> this one's not an easy pick. Yeah, and it's the first one. Um, look, Rocky Three is is phenomenal. Clubber Lang, um, literally the line most associated with Mr. T, "I pity the fool," comes from this movie, not the A Team. This movie, um, in in Eye of the Tiger, forget it, dude. Like no no song can ever get you more jacked up to do something than Eye of the Tiger. Um, you see the great, uh, it's not a heel turn, baby face turn of Apollo Creed, where he goes from being the rival <laughs> to being the mentor. Yeah. Um, but Last Crusade, in so many ways, is is it was like Temple of Doom didn't do so great. Uh, so they were really trying with Last Crusade to bring things back and make it fun and, and exciting and adventurous. And, you know, they threw James Bond in as his dad and and gave you a, a great story. You know, lines like, no ticket. Um, uh, don't call me Junior. You know, I named the dog Indiana. Um, and, and, and literally it caps off the Indiana Jones saga because we see Indy and Sala and his dad right after the sunset never to be seen again. Ever. Nope. Ever. Um, um. Um, so I, on the strength of the movies alone, I kind of want to go Last Crusade. But we have to acknowledge the fact that, yeah, there were movies after that for both these franchises. And Rocky Three led to Rocky Four, which is perhaps, like Captain Chris said, the, the greatest Rocky movie ever because, goddamn, it, it fixed the Cold War. Yeah, it ended the um, Cold War. It's like 17 yeah. minutes long if you take out music montages, but damn it, it's a good movie. Uh, Last Crusade led to 20 Years of Nothing and then Crystal Skull. Um, <sighs> ah! It is. It's a Last Crusade. Oh, I thought I, I thought Rocky Three had you. Damn, that's hard, man. It's tough. Uh, Rocky Three was like uh, the the journey of Rocky Three in this tournament was literally like the story of Rocky, where it was like nobody believed it could get as far as it did. But much like the original it was Rocky, a true Rocky story, he did not win. But he went the distance. He went. I mean, he pushed himself and got further than I think. Anybody expected? I don't think anybody expected Rocky Three to beat Return of the Jedi. So, I at least take solace in that. But damn, close, close. (sighs) Which brings us to our next fight: National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, (laughs) and another example of I've got to do a better job building these brackets uh, versus (laughs) Predators. Ooh. I mean, we our picks are kind of all over the map as far as genre goes with these, but uh, until we were done and voting on stuff that first, I, I didn't realize uh, I was going to end up putting a horror movie against a comedy, no matter how it came out during that bracket. So, my bad. <laughs> Whoops. YOLO. Yeah, it happens. It's all good. That's the wonder that is us. That's true. That is just true. Uh, who had Predators? 
me. Okay, I have Christmas vacation. Um, this is going to be more than just one point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going I'm, I'm to sit on the bench for a second and just kind of just listen. Now I'm going to sit. I'm going to sit in the jury box as I listen. No, yeah, the judges box because. Or judges, but I don't it's know. Sit in the Statler and Waldorf box. Let me tell you the something. The judges' chambers. If judges' chambers. If we're talking about a judge's box, then apparently we're talking about <laughs> the people's court. And never mind. I will see myself out. Hey, keep your stick on the ass. You're going to go to the penalty <laughs> box, right? Do you, do you want the bad joke? Do you want the bad yeah, joke? Yeah, go for it. Yes. If we're talking about a judge's box, aren't we talking about Judge Judy? Ugh. Let's not. Uh, yeah, I, I'm mad. I'm her. mad I made that joke. Um, it's what I said. And uh, this is actually a point I was kind of thinking about bringing up uh, whenever we got here. Um, John always talks about movies that can stand on their own um, when we talk about sequels and that kind of stuff. I would venture to guess there's probably a decent chance or a decent not a small section of the populace that just thinks the movie is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and is completely unaware that it's the third movie in a series. Um, this is a Christmas staple, like, for countless of um, families, people, friends, groups. Any... You can, like, say... What is the thing? I'm, what is the fucking word I'm trying to think of? Uh, you could poll because I can't think of what I'm trying to say here. You wouldn't poll like if you go to a bar, you go out to a restaurant or something, you ask like 25 people, like, what are the movies you always watch around the holidays? I'm venturing to guess over over a third. I'll say at least 10 of them will say Christmas Vacation. Over 10 of them will say that Christmas Vacation is something they watch every year. It's quotable. Like, it's on the same level as like... Caddyshack, Animal House, Super Troopers, and just those Blues Brothers and those comedy movies that are just quotable until the end of time. And it's one of those movies that like, and Flanagan, I think you'll at least agree with me on this. Actually, John, you probably will too. No matter how many times you see it, like the shitter's full scene is just always still funny. Um, Rusty coming up to Clark when he's trying to like kind of flirt with a girl at the department store, it's always funny. Can't see the lines. Can you Russ? Um, sure. Can't dad. <laughs> it's always funny. It's just one of those undeniable, uh, I don't want to say franchise. Like, I don't necessarily know if it saved the franchise because it's kind of sandwiched in between just, we'll call them two um, weak. Movies in the vacation <laughs> franchise between European and Vegas. But, you know, it's if vacation, if Christmas vacation had tanked, uh, we probably wouldn't have gotten Vegas vacation. I'm not sure if that's a good or a bad thing, but <laughs> here we are nonetheless. Uh, it's just, it, it's one, and the thing, it, it's just a feel good, happy, it's just a feel good, happy movie that deserves to keep going. It deserves it. God damn it. It deserves it. And why is the carpet wet, Todd? I don't know, Margo. Thank you. Now argue against me as you finish my quotes. All right, now look, look. We're going to give Christmas Vacation um, a really, really nice Jelly of the Month Club subscription. Because <laughs> um, it, it really... Don't give it. 
Um, God damn it! I'm the cousin Eddie of this show, aren't I? Yes. Yeah. You're yeah, just now figuring yeah. that out. Yeah. Are, yeah. 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 Good talk, Rusty. Could be worse. <clears throat> could be the snot of of the show. Fair. So, you said it's not my mind, but to American Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so at least you got that. Um, yeah, I'll make this real short. Look, I love Predators. Uh, I think it's a movie that I don't understand why it gets so much hate. It's a great uh, standalone third installment to the Predator franchise. It's leaps and bounds better than any of the AVP movies or The Predator. Um, and I'm really glad we got to talk about it on this list because uh, it deserves more fun and attention. Uh, but there's no fucking way it's going to be Christmas Vacation, so I'm voting for Christmas Vacation. Wow. The Koran said it, man. Like, talk about standing on its own. He's right, man. There are tons of people who don't even realize that Christmas Vacation is part of a franchise. It just, it is its own thing. It is, it is a staple of the holidays. It is a, a such a good comedy, infinitely quotable. I love Predators. It's got great moments. It's got some great characters. It's got some cool concepts, but not happening, man. It's not. It's, it's out of its league, man. Well, then in that oh, case, done. I'll just see myself out. <laughs> I, just, uh, I'll just, I will say, I'll just go I, sit I over here. Predators. I do love Predators, though. But not against Christmas Vacation. Yeah, that's just, it's not happening. There's not enough Topher Grace in the world to overtake Christmas Vacation. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's coming from a Topher Grace fan. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it, All right, then. For the record, it's unanimous, and Christmas Vacation takes it. Okay. I'll, I'll vote yeah, anyway. I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll vote anyway, but... Um. All right. Here it goes, kids. Oh, You've got shoot. the battle of the ultimate horror threesome. I like where this is going. Friday the 13th, part three, <laughs> versus Nightmare on Elm Street, part three. Dream Warriors, for those of you. Friday, that was you, right, Flanagan? Yeah, Friday 3 was me. Yeah, this should tell you how long ago since I made this bracket, kids. I think, was Elm Street me? Uh, 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 Elm Street was me. Yeah. Me. How many picks should I have? Four. Four each and then a fan pick? Yeah. Five each, then a fan pick. There you go. I can do math. Five each. I do math goodly. No, Elm Street's me. Okay. Uh, well, then. All right, then. All Who right. wants to go first? I'll go. Yeah, go ahead. I'll go. All right. Friday the 13th, part three, in 3D, but don't hold that against it, should move on for several reasons. Number one, this is the movie that established Jason Voorhees in the look that you know him now. It's the first appearance of the hockey mask. It has some of the most creative kills in the entire franchise. You have the eyeball popping out. You have the uh, the guy that gets killed uh, walking on his hands, which is badass. You've got uh, the fun addition of the bikers, uh, which was kind of crazy and fun. And uh, Shelly Shelley Finkelstein, who is a character that... Uh, has stood the test of time long enough to be in the Friday the 13th, the video game. Uh, it's basically 
it's the point where the the franchise kind of figures out what it is and starts going. It's great in the fact that it continues on the story and it actually takes place the day after Friday the 13th part 2. And so it it continues the story and it continues the um the the mythology of Jason, but at the same time you can also put just that movie in. You can just watch Friday the 13th Part 3 and you still know exactly what's going on. Uh, it's not a... Like, you don't have to watch Part 2 or Part 1 to get it. So it stands on its own, on its own merits, but it also fits in very well to the overall story arc. So it does both. Like, it, it, it's, a, it's a double... It's a win-win in that respect. Um, Jason is super creepy in this one because he does run and um, you know, he's still sort of human in this one. Uh, it is, if you take out the first one, uh, because the first one is kind of different in the fact that it's more of a whodunit and less of a slasher movie. Once they start getting into slasher movies, part three is always ranked among the top two usually it's part six part four or part three are the top three like in some way it's just it's got everything that you want it's got some funny stuff it's got some super scary stuff uh, it's got jason as the killing machine hockey mask wearing harpoon gun firing uh just badass as we know him uh usually if someone's just getting into Friday the 13th part 3 is the one that I will recommend them to start with because it's freaking awesome and uh it is just a great it's got the great disco theme uh with by the uh the I'm using air quotes band hot ice uh <laughs> and um which there's a great backstory behind that if you if you look it up it's great uh, but it's just, it is overall start to finish. It is a classic slasher entry, Friday the 13th or not. It's such a solid movie from start to finish. Uh, it doesn't even let the 3D gimmick hold it down uh, like other 3D horror movies have in the past. It's wonderful. I love it. Uh, it's it's one of my favorites uh, of the 12 Friday the 13th movies. It's easily in the top three. Uh, it's just, it's awesome. The defense rests. Uh, defense rests. So prosecution, you're up. It has Sean Connery and Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's wrong. Wrong movie. Sorry. Um, of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Unless uh, I watched the wrong Elm Street. <laughs> uh, Dream Warriors is, it, it's in, it's something I've liked about all of the Friday the 13th movie or not Friday the 13th nightmare on Elm street movies. And you didn't see a lot of other, the, you didn't see a lot of the other movies start doing this until like later in their franchises after they already kind of went to hot garbage is I always appreciated the, the fact that nightmare always kind of did these like recaps at the beginning of all the movies. Some of them weren't worth it. Uh, looking at you part two. Um, uh. 
Yeah, it's bad. It's real bad. Mm. But I, I really like, um, I really like Dream Warriors specifically because it introduces something that I think, uh, you know, it was a a group going into to try and battle, um, Freddy for the first time. It was a a new twist on something that they'd. In the aspect of the ever-changing franchise, my phone screen's lighting up, and as I'm, like, talking, I'm moving it, so it looks like I'm, like, light-strobing my own face. Um, <laughs> now it's a party. <laughs> Woo! Uh, but it's just... I, you know, it was the... tried-and-true method of, uh, if, if, if you want to be scary, put it in an asylum, I guess. Um... Sorry, my, my words are all just completely gone right now. I, I like the characters, I like the story. It has some of the most cliche. Oh, the uh, the nerdy kid in the wheelchair is into D and D. The um, you know, they have the punk rock girl, the the black athlete, and you know X and Y and Z. But all those characters, all those people play their roles so well. And when they finally decide to go in and battle them, you know, you have that triumphant in quotes, air mark or air quote, where uh, the kid in the wheelchair stands up and is actually like ready for battle. And they're all like at their, at their post and they're ready to, to fuck it. I can't do this. I'm going with Friday the 13th. Like it's just the better <laughs> movie out of the two. <laughs> it has Lawrence Fishburne though. So he's over to this round. He does have a, a great booby scene. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Wow, I prefer Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. You're you're wrong, but okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, you're both insane. Elm Street Three is the the like pinnacle of that franchise because it all goes downhill after that. Friday the Thirteenth didn't reach perfection until Part Six, as we all know. It's inarguable. No, I can't uh, argue so that. Whatever. Hold on, guys, no guys, guys, guys. Part guys. Six. It's a simple thing of math. If you put four and six together, you get the Roman numeral oh, ten, God. which is X. Jason X, the best one. It's on Netflix right now, by the way. All right, whatever. I can't believe it. I uh, I strenuously object, Your Honor, but I'm not voting. <laughs> so Friday the Thirteenth makes it. Whatever. Yeah, my boy Jason Voorhees moving on. Sit over here. And be by mad the way, the uh, as a quick side note uh, on the topic of Friday the Thirteenth, because I have a feeling that it won't make it past another round. Um, I do want to throw out there that uh, on the YouTube's on April the twenty sixth, uh, there is a. Hold on, let me get this uh, correct. Um, it will go live on April twenty sixth on YouTube on the Slash and Cast YouTube channel. Uh, there is a Steve Dash husband father grandfather documentary uh all about the life and times of close personal friend of the show steve dash so uh which includes his last interview that he ever gave like publicly so be sure to check that out we're going to link to it when it goes live on our page because uh it's bigger than all of us it's steve dash who we love we know and love so uh be sure to check that out as well uh, is the subtitle of it "Fuck You, He's Famous"? Oh God, I wish. God, uh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, they. Uh, you know, there's a trailer that's out right now. It has um, uh, with interviews with Kane Hodder and C.J. Graham, um, and it looks like it's going to be very, very good. 
up until really, really recently, his role in Friday the 13th Part 2 was kind of misunderstood. In Crystal Lake Memories, a lot of people shit on him, uh, and I think it was kind of unfair. Uh, having met him several times, uh, having a really good interview with him a couple of years ago, we really got to know Steve, and um, he is definitely a friend of the show. We love him very much, and uh, so we will... I, I'm really looking forward to checking out that documentary. But I just wanted to throw that out there while we were talking Friday the 13th. I know it's a different movie, but um, I I didn't want to forget. I wanted to make mention of that. So, Fair enough. Yeah, Kane Hodder, you're overrated. <laughs> yeah, Kane Hodder's the, probably my least favorite. Um, um, Hot take. Yeah, Kane Hodder. Maybe that should be the next Is It Just Us. Oh, yeah. Kane Hodder's an overrated Jason. And I will say it to his face. I already called him a dick to his face, so I'm not afraid to tell him <laughs> that he's overrated. Um, yeah. I'll tag him with the status on uh, Twitter about it, too. Do it. But anyway, uh, next round. Maybe that will be our next uh, Is It Just Us or. All right. We have Men in Black 3. Versus Army of Darkness. Oh, I'm dreading this one. This one's going to be a tough one for me. I'm not arguing either uh, side, but I have to I'm pick one. I think Men in Black was mine, and Army of Darkness was... Hello! Koran? Okay. Oh, good. I'll take my uh, judge's uh, box. Just, uh, just to put off hearing Koran talk more, I'm going to go first. <laughs> um, uh, Men in Black 3 was very much like, uh, like Last Crusade, where the second movie was not as well received as the first one. So there was a lot more time before the third one came out. And it was one of those projects that they really wanted to make sure they got right. Um, and it, it, it's amazing by kind of going against your expectations. It has this great time travel story where, um, Jay, Will Smith, has to go back in time to the 60s and work with a younger version of Kay, Tommy Lee Jones, uh, who the younger version is played fantastically by Josh Brolin. Um, so all that like 60s sci-fi aesthetic that you got in the first movie is back with a vengeance in the third movie. Um, it's it's everything you want from Men in Black. It's crazy. It's zany. It's it's pop culture reference-y. Um, it's got action and comedy. Uh, Josh Brolin and Will Smith are hilarious together. Um, and it has a, a really cool uh, villain, uh, which is more than I can say about the second movie. Um, it's, it's got a really interesting way of visually displaying how time travel works. Uh, and without giving too much away, uh, has a really, really heartfelt ending that kind of comes out of nowhere and sucker punches you in the heart. Um, just a really, really great movie. Uh, so much so that it, it kind of closed off men in black. Like we're getting a new men in black movie, but it's, it's same universe, new characters. Like we're not going back to J and K because it's sort of like, Hey, they run off into the sunset and we're good with that. You know, just like last crusade. Um, so yeah, there's my argument for men in black three. It's just a, it's a superior movie. Uh, I own men in black one and three. Uh, there's a reason on my shelf yeah there's a reason yeah uh, it's just it's so good and i don't understand why it kind of gets forgotten about um because it's really good so there's my argument uh men in black is three and you know just has has that scene that just pulls at your fucking heartstrings 
Um, no matter how many times you see it, it's good. It's it's good. It's no army of darkness. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think about. Was it one of you that uh, described Army of Darkness as like the ultimate man movie? Yeah, that was me. It's the ultimate yeah. guy movie. That's what we used to call it in college. Yeah, the ultimate guy movie. Uh, it has action, horror, sci-fi. Uh, does it have nudity? Are there boobs? No. Okay. Um, it, it's just it, it, almost like a lot of what I said about um. Christmas Vacation can come back here. It's endlessly quotable. It's a ton of fun. It's one of those things to where if you hadn't had, and I think I mentioned this the first time, if you hadn't had um, Ash versus Evil Dead, you still have a very fitting end to the film version of the Ashley Williams character because I'm not going to touch on any of the uh, like comics or anything like that, but... It's just one of those things that it, much like the rest of Evil Dead, it, it's a thing that never should have been. It's a beast of its own kind. It's a, it's another one of those things you can just pop in. It's a ton of fun. It grows and changes off the original. It puts it in a new setting because apparently that's what everyone was clamoring for was, uh, you know, boomstick and chainsaw in uh, medieval times. No one complained. It 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 was one of those things that, like, if you look at if you look at the script treatment on paper, it's one of those things that looks like this in no way, shape, or form should work, but then it does in the absolute best way possible. And yeah, I hate this show. Yeah, because. <laughs> I'm about to say things about Army of Darkness. Oh no! Oh no! That I just want everyone to know. It really, really, really hurts me to have to say this because I love this movie. But, but it doesn't need to exist. It's uh, It goes full left field into the action comedy and has pretty much no horror at all, uh, which is weird for the third movie in a horror franchise. Um, it, it, is, it is... The entire movie is so out of left field and so over the top, and so what the hell is this? Uh, don't get me wrong, there's some inherent fun to that. But uh, it's so unnecessary that when they came back years later to do Ash versus Army of Darkness, or uh, sorry, Ash versus Evil Dead... Um, to to cap off and and sort of you know catch up with with Ash again, um, it completely ignores Army of Darkness in continuity. Uh, granted, it's copyright reasons, but still, uh, it's that unnecessary of a third movie that we continued the character on in three seasons of a TV show and never mentioned the events of Army of Darkness because it's that unnecessary. Uh, Men in Black Three was necessary because it got the bad taste of Men in Black Two out of your mouth and it left those characters in a great spot. Uh, in a good position where you, it felt like you could close the curtain on that franchise and you're, and you're good now. Uh, Army Darkness is a hot mess. Um, and it's more mess than hot more often than not. Like literally they had to go back and redo the entire ending because the original ending was too much of a downer and audiences hated it. And, and they had to go back and reshoot the whole thing in like an afternoon. Um, it's, it's, 
if you're a fan of Evil Dead or, yeah, you watch the first one and it's a straight horror movie and it's got some unintentional jokes and kind of makes you laugh a little bit. Second movie is like, hey, we kind of know what we're doing now. We got a little bit more of a budget, so we're going to go straight for making you terrified and squirming in your chair. And then we're going to make you laugh your ass off to break that tension and make you think like, ha, ha, ha. And then we're going to throw more crazy horror shit at you. Like that's where the comedy in Army of Darkness, or sorry, in, in Evil Dead 2 comes from. Army of Darkness is just one-liners and ham-fisted dialogue and not so great action scenes. Uh, you know, in in it's. I hate myself. I hate yeah. myself. I'm sorry. I'm done. I can't. <laughs> I don't mean it, Sam Raimi. I'm sorry. Wow. I feel well, argument because I know how this vote's going to go down. We've all said things that we can't take back in this episode. Uh, it's a good thing this isn't recorded. I know, right? It's a good thing that no one's ever going to hear For any of this. For people to play it back, that'd be, yeah. that'd be embarrassing. That would be terribly embarrassing. So I'm guessing it's one-to-one. Koron. Hmm. Army of Darkness. Oh, yeah. Flanagan. All right. Both movies are excellent in their own ways for different reasons. I think that they both deserve to be here. They both deserve to be where they are. And there's one movie that just just barely, barely edges out the other, in my opinion. Because I will argue that both franchises up until that point have one good movie and one movie that doesn't need to exist. And then the <laughs> third one. Uh, it's just the opposite for each one. Um, first entry versus second entry. But I've got to throw my weight behind Men in Black 3. I really, really appreciate that vote. I'm voting for Men in Black 3. Uh, but I voted for Army of Darkness. It's okay, because I still, you know, Men in Black 3 almost made me cry. And it was a fantastic... Damn. And Toy Story should learn from it, where when you have a, an emotional conclusion, just stop. Yeah, just be done. So, yeah, uh, wait. Yeah. John, did you say you're voting for Army of Darkness? Yeah, I'm voting for Army of Darkness. All right, so we got... I don't know. I know. You, you, you guys have made me vote against myself twice today. Yeah. <laughs> So we got Last Crusade, Christmas Vacation, Army Friday, Part Three, Friday the Thirteenth, Part Three. It's our final four. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, oh. <sighs> so uh, I just we'll... wanted to 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 uh, nah. no no go ahead. So I I I, I love Army Darkness. I really do, and I have to vote for it because it's one of those like people forget it exists. It's great, but people forget it's there, and that hurts. And and Army Darkness is, for all its flaws, just so goddamn crazy, and <laughs> like endlessly entertaining, and like it's, I could tear it apart and tell you why it's a bad movie, but at the end of the day, it's it works. Like, it's it's that's part of the charm of that entire Evil Dead series, is like, this shouldn't work, but it does. Um, it's just, it's... I, I feel like I yeah. feel like that can be said all, all, for a lot of Sam Raimi and uh, Bruce Campbell's career, though. This shouldn't yeah. work, but it does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. 
Well, we should be able to bust through the. Yes, yeah. we got. Yeah, we've already made game. arguments yeah. for all. We these, literally so have three matches to crusade, go. Last Crusade versus Christmas Vacation. Going by the Flanagan rule of if I see both of these in a five dollar bin, I'm yep. going Christmas Vacation. Agreed. Christmas Vacation. All right. Uh, just for shits and giggles, I would have voted Last Crusade, uh, just because personal preference. But that's literally what it came down to. That, that's what, at this point, yeah. like that's what it's coming down to in each one of these matches. It's, it's literally just personal preference at this point because they're all good. Yeah, we somehow stumbled Speaking upon the of, sixteen best. Uh, Army of Darkness or Friday the Thirteenth Part Three? Oh my gosh, uh, I'm going Friday Three. Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Damn it! It is guys. It is an all Koran final. After making it to the finals in our last two tournaments and getting defeated, it is an all Koran final. John, we did not plan this right. We let him Uh, roll all the way to the end. Uh, God, that's the joy of the bracket, man. Like I can set him up as evenly as I want and try to try to consider. Okay, well, if this one's and that one's, and this one fights this one, and is that an interesting matchup? Or is it? I can try as much as I want to, but once you set that first round and we get going, bracket controls itself, man. Next time, just put all of his against himself in one one division. <laughs> just put all four of his in one division so that there's only a maximum of one coming out of it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right, I don't okay. care who picked what when it comes to the tournament. I'm just, I'm just nothing's riding on it. Um, it's just, it, it. Yeah, but uh, so there you have it. Uh, our final God. Army of Darkness or Christmas Vacation. What is the best third movie Fuck. in a franchise? Uh, someone else is going to have to pick first. I will. I'll pick first. I'll go first. I'll set the tone. Okay. Christmas Vacation. Yeah. John? Uh, I didn't hear what Flanagan said. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. I'll go first, and then I heard nothing. Oh. My bad. Yeah, I picked uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay. God, this is hard. Um... <laughs> Uh, again, I gotta go personal preference and uh, Christmas vacation has so many great moments and great characters and great lines. It brings back cousin Eddie, which is clearly the magic for a, a national weapons vacation movie. Um, but uh, it has been described by some, I don't know who I heard it somewhere is the perfect guy movie. Yeah. And I am a guy. So, ah, Army of Darkness. Wow, all right. Now we got to... Shit. Now it's a fight. Yeah, now you pick, jackass. Okay, hold on. It's... Uh, before, before we do this, hold on. I'm going to send a tweet out to Randy Quaid. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to tell him. I'm literally going to tweet him and say, uh, the magic of Christmas vacation is cousin Eddie. We're going to be down one person on our podcast. Will you join our podcast for two months? <laughs> and I'm going to see if he will. 
Um, well, I say that kind of as a joke because he's in Vegas vacation. It was just very good. And then they did a whole spinoff series where it was just Cousin Eddie and those were terrible. Yeah, didn't they try and do like a really god-awful straight-to-video Christmas Vacation 2 that was just him? Yep. He gets uh, stuck on an island or something. I don't you know, know what? I'm still tweeting shit. him. I'm writing it right now. You can't. No, no. I, 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 just do it. I, <laughs> okay. Shit. Because these were the first two things that came to mind. Um, fuck. Um, you might be able to hear me typing right now. I'm typing to Randy R. Quaid at Randy R. Quaid, <laughs> like the real Randy Quaid. Army of Darkness. Wow! Oh. Wow! Um, it, it 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 boils down to the fact that my love for Bruce Campbell outweighs my love for Christmas Vacation. Uh, yeah, it's it's Army of Darkness. I can respect that. Um, yeah, I mean, it, like I said, a fight like this kind of comes down to personal preference. Uh, both great movies. I don't know. I guess it kind of depends on, do, do, do you like, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. That was the fun of this tournament was just all seeing if we could come up with that many great number threes in a franchise. Uh, and then the fun of the tournament is always how crazy does it get? That's true. <sighs> All right. Flanagan, you still tweeting to Randy Quaid? Yeah, I'm going to read to you what it says here. Uh, uh, as soon as I get that, I got... Uh... Uh, hold on. All right. It, uh, it's taking me a little bit longer because I, I can't spell. All right. It says, The joy of Christmas vacation is Randy Quaid as Cousin Eddie. With that in mind, we will be down one podcast host. I said for a month. I don't want to make him commit to two months. Um, host for a month, and we could use that joy. Dot, dot, dot. What will it take to have you fill that seat? Tweet. Tweet. Okay. There Love we it. go. Love it. All right. Now, I hope he replies back and is like, I hate you blocked. And anyway. <laughs> so... Congratulations to Army of Darkness and Bruce Campbell. Uh, that's going to be a fun story that we're going to tell him at uh, ScaryCon this year. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. Because he's going to be there, and uh, we are going to tell him that uh, Army we voted Army of Darkness as the winner of the third times the charm tournament. Congratulations. I'm going to sign my book. I'm going to have him sign that pop. I'm finally reading of Chins Could Kill. <sighs> It's so, fantastic, by the way. So I need your guys' opinion, by the way, speaking of that, and we're going to do this. We're going to talk more about it as we get Dude, closer Dude, I've been telling it. you to go to the doctor. Right. Not, <laughs> it's not normal to have four lumps down there. It's purple now. Like, they're turning purple. Is that weird? Yeah, and the thing is, it's not even your testicles. It's the no. back of your knee. Right, yeah. It's, and they're, it's, it's purple. Like, and it, like, you push it, and it's, like, squishy. Never mind. Um, so, <laughs> so there are, two different ver- there are two different pop vinyl versions of Ash. Mm-hmm. There's the Evil Dead two, and then there's the Ash versus Evil Dead, and I don't know which one I should get to have him sign. So, think about it, look him up uh, at yeah. your convenience, and then get back to me. Uh, I'm I'm with John on Evil Dead two because uh, uh, I don't really have any reason. 
like that pop more. I like the original, like those very first horror ones are some of my favorite pops, even though there wasn't really a lot of like variation. Yeah. Um, I like the Ash vs. Evil Dead look and uh, I like that one, but I still just prefer the, um, Evil Dead 2. Well, Evil Dead 2 is the superior Evil Dead movie, so. Did they ever do Army Darkness Pops? No, I don't think so. No. Yeah, it's, I know there's likeness issues with that. Yeah. Because if I put in Ash, um, yeah, there's, uh, like the one there. Oh no, it's actually is like that one is army of darkness. Like it's Ash from army of darkness, um, or Ash versus evil dead. Sorry. It's not evil dead too. My bad before someone goes and corrects me. Um, and it's actually, that one's not that expensive. So I may just go ahead and get that one. It's like 15 bucks. So woo, hell yeah. So I don't know if you guys know this or not, there's a little movie coming out next week. Okay. Doesn't look like it's going to be very good, though. Uh, I haven't yeah. really heard of it. I haven't heard much about it. It's called The Avengers. I think it's based on some 60s British show. <laughs> um, uh, it, <laughs> um, I appreciate that. That that was good. That was good. That once with, uh, yeah, yeah they, they tried it once already. It didn't really work. Yeah. I guess we're trying it again. Um is Sean Connery back in a giant teddy bear outfit? Gosh, no, he's too busy it. punching Nazis. That happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> Avengers uh, Endgame comes out uh, next week, and so we have started up the campaign. The Russos have, again, started the campaign of uh, Thanos Demands Your Silence, where they are asking people not to post spoilers, not to you know talk about the actual plot, points of the movie things that happen because this movie is literally going to change the marvel cinematic universe from here on out uh there's going to be irreversible changes there's going to be uh plot points that uh set the pace for the, the rest next 10 of, years yeah the, at least the next decade so it brings up the interesting question about and i i'll tell the uh my favorite spoiler story again because it's my favorite, my uh, my spoiler revenge story. But this is kind of twofold because I want to ask you guys and I want us to talk about how we feel about spoilers and like if certain mediums are like you care more about spoilers for certain things versus other things what you do to avoid spoilers or, you know, not avoid spoilers. But I think it's important to start out with the movies that, um, the, the, the OG movie when it comes to spoilers. Because right now, hashtag don't spoil the end game is like the big thing. You know, we're talking about Avengers, but way back... Way back, we're going to go in the Wayback Machine to the 1960s is where it really started. And that is a guy by the name of Alfred Hitchcock in a movie called Psycho. And if you've never seen Psycho, and I know people to this day who haven't seen Psycho, by God, do yourself a favor and go see it. It's classic. But at the time... 
there was a really new and novel marketing campaign with Psycho, and it was, and actually on the poster, um, there was a tagline that said, if you can't keep a secret, please stay away from people after you see Psycho. And um, Hitchcock it, like went to such lengths as to buy thousands of copies of the book so people wouldn't read the book and have the ending spoiled. Uh, they had a... Um, it was actually told to movie theaters. There was a strict policy that nobody was allowed inside the movie theater after the movie had started. And as part of the the notices to theaters it was said this is more than a suggestion it is a requirement and that if theaters were if they found out that they that theaters were letting people in to the the movie after it was started they had threatened to, to pull the movie so it was a big deal to keep it secret and not spoil what happens and which is now common practice. Yeah. Theaters won't sell tickets to you 30 minutes after that showtime starts. Which is good. Um, mm-hmm. And there are there's a lot of... Uh, if you go on the YouTubes, there's a lot of uh, vintage advertisements um, about how Alfred Hitchcock... Like, the lengths that Hitchcock went to to get people to not um, spoil the movie Psycho, which is just crazy. Um it was it was for the time it was really groundbreaking and it was like it was just really cutting edge and it it did more to get people to see it because they wanted to know like what everybody was talking about now yeah, what's gotten, so secret the director doesn't want us to tell anybody about right and now we've yeah. gotten to the point where uh you know we avoid social media or we avoid talking to people we start conversations like literally perfect example this past weekend the game of thrones premiere uh i was on a call a staff call uh where we were talking about our weekends and somebody said do not spoil game of thrones for me or i will hang up this phone right now <laughs> because they it, it, like spoilers are a big deal so how do you guys feel about spoilers are there certain things that you care more about being spoiled than other things like movies versus comic book storylines versus TV shows. It's a very interesting question. And we live in a very, you put it out a very interesting time where, cause you know, back when psycho came out, there wasn't social media. So even if I had seen the movie and knew what happened, the worst I could do was like hang outside the theater and yell out who the real killer is to like people about to go in to see the movie, you know, and then I get escorted off property by the theater manager or, you know, arrested or whatever. And the problem, but now everyone has Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, you know, every asshole has a podcast. Um, yeah. Um, like there's so many ways. Yeah. For one person to get that out there. Um, first of all, if you're the kind of person who, like the first thing you do is get on your social media and put stuff like capped eyes uh, as your, you know, like post about a movie or whatever. And I, I don't know if he does or not. I'm not spoiling. I'm just using it as an example. Everyone calling your tits. Um, if you're that person, fuck you and get a life. Uh, like if your hobby is like to ruin something for other people, you're just a dick. Like you're just useless as a human being. Yeah. Um, 
Because there are people who do that, and it drives me nuts. Uh, and, you know, I'll be like, why did you post this? Like, the movie just came out tonight. Uh, it's like, because I can, because I saw it first. And so I can, it's like, that's, that's, yeah, you can, but you shouldn't. Like, don't be a dick about it. Um, that pisses me off. It's yeah. when people, like, just because they can. Um, the other thing that drives me nuts about spoilers, uh, if you're seeing a movie like the first weekend, it's out. Um, there's a thing called the cone of silence. Uh, when you walk out of your theater and there's a line of people waiting to get in for the next showtime, shut the fuck up. I, I know there's that instinct to, you know, talk to your friends about the movie you just saw as you're leaving the movie. And that's fine. Like there's, you know, this show wouldn't exist if we didn't have that mentality. You want to yeah. talk about the thing you just saw. That's fine. That's great. Don't do it until you're out of the theater. It's a fucking Marvel movie. You have 10 minutes of credit to talk to your friends before the uh, stinger anyway. Yeah. That's a perfect time to talk about what you just saw. Uh, when you're walking out of the theater, it's not a time to talk about the movie you just saw. Just shut up. Uh, respect everybody else who's going to the next show after you and don't ruin it for them. Yeah, uh, in vain of what you were just talking about, about the assholes who like to ruin stuff. My friend Patrick was telling me a story. He posted online about he was taking his wife and they have triplets. The kids were probably, I don't know, 10, 11 or so at the time uh, to go see episode seven. And he posted, he's like, Hey, finally getting to take the family to see this. It was like three days after it came out. And are we, we're, it's been long enough. We can talk about episode seven spoilers yeah, now, can, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, someone just posted on his status. Han dies. LOL. And it's just like, yeah, that's, why? That's not cool. Like, he's at the fucking theater, and you're you're just an asshole at that yeah, point. Like, that's like just being a dick. I like uh, posting fake spoilers sometimes. Uh, like could I, be fun. Like I posted uh, when I saw Force Awakens, I posted um, that I did not see... Uh, I, I said something like, I did not see that coming, and then I used the hashtag purple lightsaber. Uh, to, try and, I, to, to, to try and to, I think you made that joke on the show I think I did and then I, I like I, I was like I'm gonna tweet that and I, and I did I think I posted on Facebook and I was like I did not see that coming that oh gosh hashtag purple lightsaber I think I, I might have used like hashtag mace windu or something uh, just to try and be funny because I knew it wasn't a real spoiler but that also I guess kind of makes me an asshole eh but it's funny <laughs> Uh, um yeah if we're if we're talking about spoilers uh before we start talking about personal experience and that kind of stuff i want to touch on and flanagan you heard me talk about this earlier probably the most infamous spoiler in professional wrestling history uh and it was um before smackdown was a thing they used to have they used to tape they used to have monday night raw live but then they would tape the following weeks yep. on Tuesday. I think that's right, right? I think they would do, uh, yeah, they would do it the next night, and then it would air yeah. the next week, yeah. Yeah, so they were only actually doing two, like, they were only taping two days a week out of every 14 days, which is fucking weird to think of, considering how crazy of your schedule is right now. <laughs> yeah, I bet you some um, of the wrestlers wish for that schedule now. I, I, I'm sure. Um... So what they did was they they had a live episode, I guess, like the week before Christmas or like the, a few days before Christmas or whatever. 
and they were having a show air on the, uh, January 4th. And that happened to be the episode where Mick Foley Mankind won his first WWE title. So, uh, Tony Schiavone, a uh, dear friend of the show, Tony Schiavone. Yeah, talk to him. He's a really nice guy. And he opens Monday Night Nitro by saying, if you're thinking about changing it to that other channel, don't. They are putting their world title on the former Cactus Jack, Mick Foley, uh, tonight because pff, that'll put butts in seats. Yeah, he was he was very, uh, very degrading, and it was like right at that top of the hour because that was when they used to, like, in the beginning of Nitro, they used to give away uh, Raw spoilers, mm-hmm. and then they did it like they, they stopped, and they would only do it every so often. They would, you know, there, there's... It would be very seldom, and then for some reason they picked that night, and uh, yeah, he says, yeah. you know, uh, they're, they're, the world championship is on the line, and it's going to be won by the guy that used to perform here as, you know, used to be here as Cactus Jack, and, you know, he's now there as Mankind, and yeah, he like, he scoffs at it, and uh, it's, it's, you know, that's one of the most famous stories now where he says that Eric Bischoff was in his ear and told him to do it, Eric Bischoff doesn't remember being in his ear, but somebody told him to say it that way. It happened. Uh, but yeah, so it did not work. Upon making that announcement, over half a million people switched over to watch from Nitro to Raw to watch this unfold. And uh, Nitro was headlined by this because this is after the NWO had split. So there was NWO Wolfpack, there was NWO Hollywood, and it was headlined by Hogan, is uh, Nash, w- WCW yeah. World Heavyweight Champion uh, Kevin Nash. And, you know, what, I don't know, 12, 13-year-old me would have been just like, super stoked to see. And then it's now known as the infamous finger poke of doom and what a lot of people call the first nail in the coffin of WCW. Oh, yeah, that was, uh, like, the biggest, uh, because that that whole episode was terrible because uh, Miss Elizabeth had charged, because uh, it was supposed to be Goldberg versus Nash. Yeah. And uh, Goldberg, uh, Miss Elizabeth had uh, had called in the cops and said that Goldberg was stalking her, and so the cops took Goldberg away, and they were like, well, we don't know if Goldberg's going to make it back for the main event, even though the police station was literally across the street from the arena. Mm-hmm. And like 20 minutes before the show was over, they were like, oh, well, Goldberg's out. He's released. We'll see if he can make it back in time. And it was across the, the, the street. The, the, those four lanes of traffic are really going to deter him. It's a bitch. It was uh, like, imagine a, now I want to see the uh, that Nitro version of Frogger where you're Goldberg and you have to run across the street to get your title match. Uh, imagine the, that game. The, the best part about oh, Goldberg sorry. Frogger. Yeah, they, they they bring Goldberg back to the arena in a cop car that's really just like a 91 Buick Sable that's this like <laughs> off turquoise green color that looks like shit. Yeah. It's it's the most WCW thing because like Hogan's in like cowboy boots and jeans and a t-shirt that could fit Flanagan. Yeah. Uh, well, he showed up to like announce his retirement. Yeah. And then he somehow and instead they did this title match. Yeah. WrestleMania nine. Um, yeah. So it's just, you know, you had this awesome, like no count out, no DQ, like 
DX is fighting the corporation. Stone Cold comes out and just murders. Just fucking <laughs> murders the rock with a chair shot. And Foley wins the belt. You have this like happy go lucky moment. Then like you flip back over to Nitro and it's like Goldberg's had his ass kicked and it's a bunch of like guys in their mid forties who are just jacked to the gills who have, uh, like arm veins as big as hoses from all the steroids they've been doing celebrating because the NWO is just one again. And it's just like, who gives a fucking shit anymore? One of the best calls from Eric Bischoff, who was on commentary though. Uh-huh. Because, you know, that was when the, uh, the NWO, like, became, they became, like, NWO 2000 or whatever the hell they were called. No, the NWO 2000 was, uh, Hart and, like, Jarrett. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Brothers and it them. was, yeah. like, NWO, like, like, they, they reformed NWO with this because it was, like, Scott Steiner and Hogan and Hall and Nash, because, like, Scott, because Scott Hall came back. But, uh, they used that damn taser, like, the, the cattle prod. Yeah, and Eric Bischoff has some of the best commentary, like ever. And now I because he's like pretending that he's being electrocuted, but it sounds so stupid, and it's so funny. Uh, it's terrible, and you know I'm I'm YouTubing it as we speak. Like, oh, so sure. spoilers. <laughs> um. Yeah. So anyway. I will say this. Marvel's done a great job of keeping their ad campaign spoiler-free. Uh, Marvel's the one company I don't worry about watching trailers for because I know they're not going to ruin their own movie. Um, unlike numerous other examples we've talked about on the show before, uh, every Terminator movie, uh, basically, since like the second one. Um, but they're infamous for editing shots in trailers. Uh, adding things in that aren't in the final movie or taking things out. Like, you know, they, they've removed um, stones from Thanos' glove in certain shots in the trailers for Infinity War. Uh, they put characters in scenes that aren't there in the final movie. Um, you know, they, they use alternate takes or things they could cut. Like, they're, they're very good about misdirecting fans uh, and keeping you guessing <clears throat> from watching the trailer. Like, the trailer is not going to ruin the movie. They're really good about that. Uh, which is nice because a lot of companies are not. Uh, we've all had that trailer where you watch and you're like, well, don't need to see that movie now. I just know, I, you know, they just gave me the whole plot in two and a half minutes. Uh, yeah, look at so, you, Dawn of Justice. Yeah. Boo. Uh, um, I mean, that's, but the, the, the reason I bring that up is most of the time, if I'm excited for a movie um, and I'm trying to stay spoiler free, don't watch any trailer two weeks out from the release of that movie. Uh, and I don't mean like, you know, trailers that are released on YouTube, I include those, but like TV spots the week of are notorious for throwing everything in the kitchen sink into a 30 second TV spot to put butts in seats. Um, like I know by the week of movies coming out, if I want to see it or not, like you don't have to sell me any harder on it. Um, but they feel the need to. Um, so like, yeah, I put myself in blackout mode where it's like, okay. I'm not watching anything else. I'm not reading any art- you know articles about this. I'm not watching TV spots or you know you've both been there when like you know we're out at dinner and an ad comes up on TV and I close my eyes and put my hands over my ears. Um, I'm I'm paranoid about it, man. Even stuff like uh, like commercial tie-ins, <laughs> I won't watch uh, if I'm really trying to go into a movie without having stuff spoiled. Um, and more and more. And uh, I'll turn this over to you guys on, on this topic. Toys seem to be oh, spoiling yeah. movies a lot. Uh, major bone to pick with you, Funko. Thanks for ruining the third act of Shazam for me. 
Yeah. Um, the uh, the chase for Captain Marvel, one of the chase figures for Captain Marvel is a huge spoiler. And I won't go. I won't say anything more than that. But if you look up what the chase figure, I think are, I know which one that is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah there was a Spider-Man Homecoming when the Lego sets came out, like the, mm-hmm. or the Lego like the Lego sets started to hit before the movie, and there was uh, the fight scene that kind of gave away some stuff. Uh, the Avengers pops are hitting, and some Lego sh- ruined the big. Uh, um... Giant Man reveal in yeah. um, in Civil War. Yep. Uh, so uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, some Star Wars. Like it used to be just Star Wars like character names. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the big thing, and then uh, yeah, Homecoming and um, the uh, Civil War. Like the, some of those reveals like took it to another level, and because some countries got the toys before other countries like they're not all released at the same time so Mm -hmm. uh yeah there were some serious spoilers with that which is a shame because companies used to go through really great lengths to not have like a tie-in thing or ruin the movie um interesting i told to me anyway because i'm a nerd story uh dick tracy from like 1991 um Right in that spot where, like, Hollywood got that comic book movies were cool, but not really why. So we turned Dick Tracy into a movie with Warren Beatty and Madonna. Um, yeah. But spoiler for, like, a 40-year-old movie. Um, God. There's a there's a character. Uh, I'm, just called, hurt. I'm just hurt that that movie's almost 30. So Yeah, there's, there's a character called... Uh, Faceless, I think. Um, looks very much like the question from DC Comics where, you know, fedora and trench coat and, like, the face is just a blank, like, little blank face. There's no nose or eyes or anything on it. Um, the character that, you, you know, the whole movie, you can't quite tell if that person is trying to help Dick Tracy or if they're a bad guy or what's going on. Um, it is revealed at the end of the movie who that person is. Uh, but they were so worried about that getting out that, that big third act reveal getting out when they made the toy for that character, you can take the faceless mask on and off. Um, but to make sure that the toy didn't ruin the movie, they pushed that action figure to like the second or third wave of Dick Tracy action figures. Well, Dick Tracy action figures didn't sell were shit. (laughs) So they unloaded, yeah, by by whatever wave that figure was in, second or third wave, they basically just unloaded them in the UK and Canada, uh, which is why if you get a Dick, or find a Dick Tracy uh, faceless Malone or whatever the character's name is, uh, if you find that action figure, it's worth stupid money online because they never released it in North America, except for Canada. Uh, Like, it was never released in the continental U.S., but that's the lengths they used to go to to make sure like an action figure didn't spoil a movie and now lego just like you know slaps spoilers as the title of lego sets on their toys yeah well canada doesn't count by the way just for the record so um but yeah, yeah. yeah it used to be like a huge deal that stuff wasn't revealed and you know toys would would come out really close to movie release dates so as to not spoil stuff and now stuff is out like toys are out a month beforehand, sometimes more, because they, I guess they're trying to, you know, ride that hype wave, and, uh, like, you know, Avengers Pops started hitting a week and a half ago, so, like, people had started to find them, 
so yeah that that era is unfortunately long gone yeah because i mean uh what was it was it hasbro or not that it was a a, a, anything any of us were disappointed about but the the goldar reveal oh yeah power rangers movie yeah was uh i don't know if it was really bandai or whoever the hell made the toy line was you know just like it popped up online like two months before the movie came out yeah because it was was a while that was when entertainment weekly had like they'd shown the suits and they showed rita and then it was like there was nothing and then there was this leaked image of the goldar toy and it was like our first warning yeah that was that was the that was a red flag Yep, but uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's hard to to shield yourself from the so many different places spoilers can come from. Now it's crazy, like you know, you don't just worry about an actor slipping up in an interview and saying something or Sean Connery. Uh... One of my favorite stories <laughs> with the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He's on some late night show, and they're yeah. like they, they asked him, uh, you know, are you going to come back for the sequel if they do a sequel? And he's like, I don't know why I would. I die. I think it was Conan, and he's like, should you have just said that? And he's like, I don't care, I'm dead. What are they going to do, kill me again? <laughs> it's like, damn, man. Uh, Sean Connery's last ever acting role, folks. Yeah, and now you know why. Yeah. Because <laughs> he can't be Well, trusted. it's so sad, like, the story behind, like, he, he passed on The Matrix because he didn't get it, and then that went on to be a huge hit. He passed on being Gandalf in Lord of the Rings. Um, and that went on to be, you know, what it became to be. So he he was at the point where he's like, well, apparently I just don't get what works and what doesn't in movies anymore. So the next thing that came along was big budget comic book movie called League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He's like, well, I don't quite get the script, but I, I haven't got the last two either. So I guess we'll do it. <sighs> and look what happened. And then he yeah. just did not give a shit and went on TV. And but yeah, no, that, that clip is awesome. It makes and me it's like terrible, so but hard. it's awesome because he just does not care. He just shrugs. He's like, "What do I care? I'm I die." Everyone and like you can hear the crowd just be like, "Uh, <laughs> guess I don't need to pay seven fifty for that now." Remember when movies were seven <laughs> fifty? Ugh, I do. Pepper tickets for eight. All right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, spoilers can come from everywhere. The the best thing to do is if you're excited for a movie, avoid all press for said movie. Yeah, uh, don't listen to interviews. Don't look at the trailers. Don't read the articles about it. You know, as much as you can, because you never know these days where it's, you know. Avoid the toy aisle. Yeah, um, you never know where it's going to come from. And and hope that people aren't total assholes on social media. Right. Stay off social media if you can. If there are certain mm-hmm. websites about it, like uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll tell you one thing that got spoiled for me that uh, was kind of a bummer is, uh, and it was not from the person who was there. Uh, so Koran, I cannot blame you for this. Uh, but one uh, there was a Monday I was at work, and I opened up my web browser and it said selected news for you. Why it made sense that The Undertaker lost at WrestleMania 30. And I was like, shit, I was going to watch WrestleMania tonight. Because I didn't get a chance to watch it when it happened. Fucking sucks. So uh, that got spoiled for for me. Uh, I did not know that The Undertaker lost to uh, Brock Lesnar until I read it online before I had a chance to read it. Um, 
I had uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 spoiled for me, but I got that person back in a big way. <laughs> like, I told that story to somebody over the weekend, like over this past week, and he was like, yeah, yours was much worse because you did it like yours was with malice. And I, I, I fully admit that I did. I, I spoiled Civil War. No, 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 no. Because being an idiot does not excuse you from spoiling a movie. Like, if you're a four-year-old, I get that you don't understand what a spoiler is. I mean, I asked um, not to be spoiled, and then I got told, well, I know they're planning a Sinister Six movie, but I don't know. I guess they're not going to do it with uh, Jamie Foxx because, you know, he dies. And I was just like, I literally... 45 seconds ago said please don't spoil anything for me because I'm going to go see it this weekend and then he's like sorry but I, it's not really a spoiler because you kind of knew it was going to happen <laughs> I was like no so fast forward I like this is how much I sat on this so uh, Civil War comes out and we're leaving Civil War here he comes oh my god what this is like the second week of Civil War, so I figured he had already seen it. What are the odds that I run into him in the lobby? I say, oh, man, <laughs> just saw Civil War. Is that where you're going? He's like, yeah, I can't wait. I'm super excited. And I was like, awesome. You're going to love it. And he's like, oh, no, no. I'm like, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. I'm like, you're going to love it. You know, there's all kinds of action. It's going to be great. And it's going to blow your mind when you find out that the Red Skull killed Tony Stark's parents. Holy shit. <laughs> enjoy it and he's like like dumbfounded for a second like wait what and i'm like bye leave i'm done i'm out sat on that for like for what what was that like two years it was a while at least man i'm telling you i'm a dick sometimes i hold a grudge if you wrong me that so way i will wrong you I uh, I think you've both heard this before, but I think it's been a couple of years since I've told it, so I will tell this again. And I've actually still not seen the movie I'm about to talk about. Um, it's the summer after our senior year of high school. John and I uh, graduated together. John wasn't there for this, but, you know, um, I was over at a friend's house, and they decided, you know, we're all going to hang out. We're going to watch a movie. So someone decides on A Beautiful Mind. I hadn't really seen it. I just knew it had... Um, uh, Shit, what's his name? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, yeah. Uh, and I knew it had Russell Crowe. My dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I knew. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you got me, you son of a bitch. Um, I knew it had Russell Crowe in it, and I knew it was like not like old, or I knew it wasn't set in like old times, but I knew it was or, like old, old, but I knew it was kind of like early 20th century, I believe, somewhere around there. Sounds right. And uh, the instant they, they put in the movie, Flanagan, have you seen this? No, I have not. Okay. Um, spoilers spoil for incoming for, I'm never gonna for a movie that's almost 20 years old. Uh, neither am I, and here's why. The instant a character with red hair pops up on screen for the very first time, this girl in the room just goes, oh, he's not real. And I just kind of look. Oh. And I go, what? She's like, yeah, that's a figment of his imagination. And I literally just stood up and was like, I don't need to fucking waste two hours then and just walked out. Nope. Well, you should have thanked was, her because she saved you two hours from watching that yeah. movie. Uh, you know, I mean, I, 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 I remember like hearing good things about it, I think. Was was it a Best Picture nominee, John? Yeah. Yeah. It was a Best Picture nominee. Like, I remember hearing good things about it, but it was just like, you, you, you ruined the most, like, 
integral part of this movie. Yeah. Why the fuck would I sit here and still watch this? Like, you don't have to. It's like if you were watching Shutter Island and they told you in the beginning, like, oh, it's all like a figment of his imagination, and like they're just they're acting along with him to make him feel good that he's a detective and he's really not. Like, I mean. Uh, spoilers, by the way. Um, or I guess too late for uh, that. Oh, that's. Or if you're watching, God, I just really want to make this joke. Or if you're you're watching Usual Suspects and you see the line up at the beginning and someone just points and goes, "Oh, it's the pedophile." Oh yeah. Um, uh, they're uh, it brings me to the last point I want to bring up is um, um. When you, what it means when you say spoilers or no spoilers, um, because uh, I have some friends who told me a story recently about um, they were in line for something, and uh, they were talking about I, I think it was a Marvel movie, and I apologize, I don't remember exactly the details of it. They were in line for something, waiting for for something, a movie or I don't remember what it was, and there was a really excited kid in front of them who was talking about it was a Marvel movie. Um, I can't remember which one it was exactly, uh, but the kid was really excited because they had just seen it, and the kid kept talking about it, and, and they had said, "You know, like, hey, we haven't seen that yet." And the kid um, got really excited, and and he kept saying, "No spoilers, no spoilers." But there's this one part, and like would describe a scene from the movie, and they go, "Oh, okay, cool thing." And then and they go, the kid would once again, so no, no, I mean like like no spoilers, but like there's this one part. Saying the word no spoilers doesn't make what you're about to tell someone not a spoiler anymore. Right, it's not necessarily like, like specific plot information or story details. If you if you describe an entire scene that's like a good or important scene, like yeah, that's spoiling the movie. Like, and that's the thing that people don't quite seem to understand is like, no, when I say no spoilers, what I mean is don't say shit about the movie right. around me. I don't even want to know if you liked it or not. Just, just shut up. When I say I haven't seen it yet, I'm planning to see it. Please don't talk about it. I mean, shut the fuck up about it. Yeah. Uh, I, I I got some side glances from a group of guys when I went to go see Shazam because they had just gotten out of seeing us apparently, uh, and we're talking about it very, very, very loudly, uh, like two theaters down from where I was standing in line. Uh, and, and I heard him over talking at first, and I was like, "Oh, you guys talking about us?" They go, "Yeah, yeah, we just got out seeing." Like, "Oh, cool. I haven't seen it yet. I heard it's really good though." And then, you know, they gave him the curse. Yeah, man, we really liked, we really liked him. Like, All right, cool, thanks. Like, that was kind of a way of being like, hey, can you not talk about it? I wanted to see it. Uh, and then they just went back to the discussion and kept talking about it. And I was like, all right. So I, like, started moving further and further down the hallway to get away from him. Um, and, yeah, I got some side glances. And, yeah, my bad because they were all African-American. And I might have not realized until much later how racist I looked. But, yeah, um, <laughs> that, that happened. Uh, <laughs> it happens to us all. I mean, it wasn't intentional. Uh, but the, yeah, spoiler means don't like. I can talk about Empire Strikes Back and not tell you, you know, Vader's Luke's father. Like, yeah, that's a big spoiler. But there's plenty of other things in that movie that you can spoil by just talking about them. And what you consider to be a big spoiler may or may not be a big spoiler or a big deal or maybe a huge deal to somebody else. Like that's You don't get to make that judgment call about what is and is not a big spoiler. Like if someone says, hey, please don't tell me any spoilers, that means don't tell me anything about what happens in this movie. Don't say, oh, yeah, no spoilers, no spoilers. Uh, but my favorite part was, but like, like that's not important, though. 
Like, no, no, no. You can't like retroactively tell me something isn't important after you just told me about it. Like, <laughs> like your buddy did when he tried to walk it back. Like, oh yeah, but you you kind of figured yeah that yeah, the knew it was going to happen. Villain would die, right? No, I did not know that. I did not expect that. You know, because guess what? In even in fictionalized New York, there are jails. <laughs> and you don't always have to kill people. Yeah. You can put them in jail. Come on. Get with the program, man. <sighs> I don't know. But um yeah, I I agree like I used to work with a guy that would um that would say he'd he'd to pass the time, he would want to talk about movies and he would always be like, "Hey man, did you see this movie?" And if you said yes or no, it didn't matter because he would be like, "Oh man, you know, Th- there's that part where and then like he would literally like start to finish go through the entire movie like he'd start with the opening scene and describe it completely and then move on to the next scene and describe it completely and just keep and so on and so forth until he got through literally the entire movie and so we jokingly like we referred to him as the greatest supervillain that ever lived the spoiler <laughs> and so like he would just so, now, he didn't so much want to talk about movies he just wanted to like audiobook movies yeah, for yeah you. he really did like and, and so it would be like <laughs> just when you think it's safe the boom the spoiler would show up and he would be like <laughs> hey you know in the sixth sense when he's dead the whole time and then he just like vanish and you're just like fuck like he would just he would like come in and spoil stuff all the time and just like to, and you're like no I haven't seen it and he's like and you know he would he would just keep going and you're like I haven't seen it stop and he would be like yeah and then they do this and then they do that and then you find out that this and that and then you're just like damn it stop like leave me alone and then you would be mean to him if you want to talk about that. a movie and, and you ask someone have you seen it yet and their answer is no I haven't that is the end of the discussion well I mean you could be like it was really good you need to see it or I think and, you would really like, like a, it the end uh, Unless it's uh, before I did the A Beautiful Mind thing, and I asked Flanagan, do you ever plan on watching this? Yeah. If their answer is no, then you may continue. Um, my big thing when it comes to spoilers is uh, wrestling. Um, Impact tapes ahead of time, NXT takes, uh, tapes ahead of time. On occasion, I'll miss Raw or SmackDown, and I want to catch up with them on uh, Hulu. And so it's very much, and my, my big thing is when I'm watching live, I'll, I'll have people that'll watch in real time and we'll talk about the show, Travis and a few other random ass people. And ass people. Yeah, ass people. Oh, um, nice. I have Sling. I don't have cable. Ah. Uh, and Sling averages probably, I would say, anywhere from a minute to 90 seconds behind. So I've literally just learned to uh, wait for the big moments. If I see notifications popping up, be like, okay, something cool is about to happen. Um, but now it's even just kind of gotten to the point where it's just like I, I've like uh, Travis normally watches on DVR. I guess he's out of town this week. So he had to watch the show live. And I had to tell him, be like, man, I'm like two minutes behind you. So shut the fuck up until I message you first. <laughs> Don't text um, me with the words "the Viking experience." Okay. <laughs> I'm this not going to open that can of worms, but <sighs> that's that, that, that's in line for when we do our state of professional wrestling. Yeah, uh, that's where it, where I'm just going to do the the blackout Will Ferrell rant from old school. Ah. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it's just it's gotten to the point where it's like I, I'm watching live. I've told a lot of people uh travis travis is good about it but uh, i've told 
a few other like friends who watch who watch live and it's 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 gotten to the point where like I've almost been to the point where it's like all right I'm 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 just not gonna like text these people on Mondays because the, it's just like the repeat offenders. <laughs> oh yeah, once they get so, on the list, it's it's done. Yeah, they just made the list. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's always been a big thing for me. And uh, yeah, I've got a couple friends who I always talk with, and I'll be like, "Hey, did you see the 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 tapings for NXT? Did you do you want to know what's going to happen, or how, did you read what happened?" And it's like, if they say no, it's like, okay, well, I'm I'm going to shut the fuck up and enjoy my news to myself. Right. So. Well, then you know, after the fact that it happens, you can celebrate with them. Absolutely. And be like, man, I can't wait. I could not wait for you to see that so that we can talk about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Ideally. So uh, I think with that, I think we're pretty much at the end of the road, which means uh, only one thing. I'm going to do a callback uh, because I'm not going to let this go. Since we're running out of time, um, I'm going to hit the button. And... Yeah, yeah, that's Eric Bischoff. That's Eric Bischoff doing commentary, pretending to be electrocuted, because why? I don't know, but that's a thing that happens, so I just wanted to do that. Um, so anyway, Obi-John, I know we talked wrestling, but did we put you to sleep? I'm here. Okay, he's here. Okay, good. I'm sorry that we put you to sleep. So I was going to have to explain the Viking thing later. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Koran we'll will there. explain that to you and get worked up because it's, it's yeah, it's a thing. I'll work myself into a shoot, brother. <laughs> I wish I had that tweet that was like, when you work yourself into a shoot, but blah, 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 brother HH. Uh, thus brings uh, congratulations again to Army of Darkness for winning our third time as the Charm Tournament. Yay! And don't spoil any movies for anybody. And uh, so with that, I will. Uh, uh, I don't want to talk to you guys again until next week. It's fair. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Of course, I'm just kidding. Uh, but with that, we're going to end it the way we always do because uh, we're all friends here, even if we do spoil stuff for each other uh, accidentally. Uh, we're all friends, and the way that we say that we're friends is a little something like this. It just started again. <laughs> it just started over. It knows how much I love that song, and it just started over. Uh, yeah, uh, John, I'll 